guys and welcome to Get A Life Podcast. It's your boy, Bish, and we're also here with our favourite, best boy, Jacob. Jacob, how are you? Oh, yeah. I'm doing fine. Are we going to get a Thank stay you. sexy today? Maybe. Are we allowed? If you're a good boy. Okay. I, I will try my best to be. <laughs> I will try my best to be. You know what? It's been such a long time since we've recorded, and I'm actually really excited about this episode because today it's not a review roundup. <laughs> It's actually a It really is not. It's not. No, it's a it's a traditional style discussion. We haven't done one of these in a while and it's pretty last minute, let's be real. I I said to Jacob, "Jacob, do you want to talk about um Miku?" <laughs> I love that's like the vaguest thing, that, thing ever. Wasn't it like that though? I was like, "Yeah, let's do an episode for Miku." <laughs> let's just talk about Miku. That's what it is. You know what? It's not like we're going to be talking about Miku. There is a whole discussion around it. We're not just going to be speaking about Miku. That might be a bit weird. We're going to talk about uh, Miku Megamix because it recently released on PC, um, mm-hmm. as well as how we started in the sort of Vocaloid community. I don't think we're really part of it anymore, to be honest with you, but we'll, we'll kind of discuss that in the first bit of the episode. And then we're going to end up talking about other Vocaloid games. And Jacob told mm. me it's not pronounced I-A, it's pronounced Ia, so... It's Ia, yeah. For the last 10 years, I thought it was I-A. Nah. But, you know, that is what it is. You know you know how I learned that myself? How did you learn it? So, um, you know you know the <clears throat> artist who made Luca Luca Night Fever? Oh, yeah, um, I love that song. Sam Free? Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, by the way. Oh. Um... Um, he well, they also made a song called "Ia Ia Night Fever." Was it? And, is it the same and, song? Well, just it, with Ia? it's not. It's no, it's not the same. It's the same type of song. It's like you know, like very cheerful and stuff, and like very dancey. But like similar to when in Luca Luca Night Fever, she's like Luca Luca Night Fever. Mm-hmm. Um, Ia goes. Ia Ia, night of desire at the beginning. So that's how I learned it's Ia. Well, I need to hear this now. Because it's called Ia Ia, night of desire. See, I can't find the song because when I type it in, it just says, it's just basically uh, Luca Luca Night Fever, but with Ia singing it instead. You need to send that to me because I, I need to figure it out. It's. I need to hear yeah, it. There you go. Oh, did you send it? I, yeah. Wait. I'm looking forward to this, man. Like, you can tell the music is kind of, like, similar. Yeah. It's not the exact same thing, but it's very similar. It's good, too. though. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm actually hyped for this. I think it's this might be better than Luka Luka <laughs> Night Fever. I mean, it was made, like, way after. It's like, Ia came out. When did Ia come out again? I don't even know. Let's, let's Google it. I'm, I'm Googling Google it this. Ia Vocaloid. It should tell us on the Vocaloid wiki. But before, when we do that, I, um, I just want to... S- Give a shout out to our sponsors, Crunchyroll and Sugoima. Yeah. So you guys can go and check them out. We'll have ads throughout this episode. Also, before we get into the main discussion, if you're watching on YouTube, like this video. If you're watching on iTunes or on Spotify, give us a five star rating. Simple as. It shares the podcast around. It makes us more well known. And it gives us a little bit of a motivation to do more episodes like this. So... Yeah, Jacob, did you give a five-star rating? I gave you a five and a six-star rating. Thank you, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's... Even though I cannot give you no, six stars. You can. But... I, you know what? I hear that if you just continue to spam five-star ratings on iTunes, <laughs> you'll get a special feature that will allow you to give a six-star rating. Try it out. I can't confirm if that's true or not. 
Ia came out in 2012. 2012. And Luca came out in 2009. Oh, okay. So when did Miku come out? Miku was out like way before. I think Miku. Wait, let me see. I think it was either 2007 or 2008. Something wait, like that. Let me see. 2007. Yeah, 2007. 2007. Okay. August 31st. So when did you. When did you start listening to Vocaloids and how did you get into it? Because I, I don't know. I, I think we kind of got into it around a similar time, but I really want to know the origins. So, you know how usually back in, what was it, like 2008 or something, they would, there would be like these Nico Nico videos,、mm-hmm. like、um, Bo People or something. And I didn't know, like, I, don't, I didn't know what that was. And at some point, I saw, like, I, w- I would be on YouTube, on YouTube a lot. That was when I, like, started, like, first, like, up- uploading and having my own channel. It was, like, really, you know, I was 11 or 12 years old. So I was, like, child. And I had this friend that I made over time, and he would play Project Diva on his channel.、Mm. And that, that's when I was like, wait, what is this game? This looks, this looks cool. And pretty much Project Diva introduced me into Vocaloid.、Okay. So, like, when did, I, when did I get Project Diva second? When did, didn't that come out in like 2010? I think the second came out、um, in. Are we, talking about Project, 2010. are we talking about Project Diva or Project Diva F? Project Diva second.、Oh, okay. uh, it came out in 2010. Yeah, that's like, I think that's the, that's the year I got it.、Mm-hmm. Um, Before that, I played the demo, and yeah, and that's how I got into Vocaloid pretty much. Like, I would start listening to like all those classics like Love is War, Meltdown,、um, yeah. da- Daughter of Evil, all of those really, I mean, now they're classics. Like, the OGs. All time Vocaloid classics, exactly. And yeah, that's how I got into it. And over time, I would be, I would get so obsessed and. I have actually have. I think. I have two Vocaloids? Oh, you own Vocaloids? Yeah. Really? I have. Yeah, I, I have、uh, Kaito V3. Okay. And I have the Vocaloid Fukase. He's not a Krypton Vocaloid.、Mm-hmm. Fukase. And. Fukase、yeah. Bazooka. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to say it.、Um, But it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because w- what time was this around? Because you mentioned that you were quite young. So, like, in terms of like year, what year was this? When I got into Vocaloid?、Yeah. Probably like 2009. Damn. Damn. So, like, I think like I first found out about Vocaloid. I didn't know if it was before or after I found out about Project Diva Second. But, like, it was when I found out about the song Love is War.、Mm. And that was like 2009, I think. And I would get so into Vocaloid because I didn't, I didn't get the concept. I didn't get that it was literally a. I didn't know what a synthesizer was, right? I was like, what is that?、Mm-hmm. And at some point, I just like. At some point, I just fell into the rabbit hole. And the thing is, like, a lot of people I fear、um, think that, you know, it's, it's so easy to control that. And I'm like, you've never used Uta or Vocaloid before if you think it's easy. <laughs> Because I've tried both and neither of them is easy. Well, I mean, it's like well, learning an instrument. It's not like you're going to pick up a fucking violin or a piano and be like, hey, it's, it's easy. Exactly. I mean, Utao is easier,、mm-hmm. in my opinion, because like, it's not that huge. But like, Vocaloid comes with its own、um, set of programs, usually.、Mm-hmm. 
and it's like you have so much that you can do and it's just like oh my god what what am i doing so it, it does probably help if you have some type of experience with music programs and music in general <laughs> and composing mm -hmm. yes like that's probably what you need but um i can say and this is 100 percent true for me i love because i have also like made you know like covers with vocaloid and utau and it's so much fun to like mix the vocals in like programs like fl studio it's so much fun because you literally can hear what it does to the voice and it's it's so good like is the <laughs> like with these programs because i always thought that oh you know what i'm just gonna try and get into it but is it difficult to like to get into Vocaloid and like actually start making music with it? Because you mentioned, right, it's very helpful if you are already someone that knows how to make music digitally or anything like that, or actually have knowledge. But I don't know, is it difficult? Because also, at least with a lot of Vocaloids, they're not always in English. I mean, yes, there are English versions of very popular Vocaloids, but at mm -hmm. least initially it was just Japanese, right? So how would you kind of get involved with that? How would you know what you're doing? I mean, here's the thing. I actually think that the first Vocaloid, I think the first Vocaloid was was English. Oh, was it? I don't, I, like, I don't 100% know, but like, I know that like, let me see, uh, because I know that like, because I remember one of V1, like the very first Vocaloid series, having like, yeah, the first one, the first uh, two uh, voice, um, voice banks were actually the first three were um english mm -hmm. and then they brought the japanese ones so the first three were leon lola and miriam leon is the only male out of the three and then came meiko and kaito wow and of course we know those yeah yeah we <laughs> yes we do know those although i think there's a lot of people in the in the community at least the the more newer sort of vocaloid fans don't really know about those two like I'll be honest with you, yeah. when I started like getting into Vocaloid, I got in because of Miku. So it was around 2010 and I was on Tumblr around that time. You know, everyone, I think all the cool kids were on Tumblr around that time. <laughs> but I didn't even know you at the time. And I was just like, I was on my blog and I was, you know, I was kind of getting bullied at school. And this was actually even before I started the podcast. So mm. I was like, hey. I was just t talking to some people about uh, Dynasty Warriors, oddly enough, and then I went onto their page because I wanted to reblog something. And then there was this like Tumblr sort of theme in the background and it was just playing music automatically. And the song that was playing was uh, World Is Mine. And I was like, whoa, what is this song? I've never heard this song before, but it's so cool. So I had to mm -hmm. DM the person. They were like, oh, it's this song called World Is Mine. They didn't even know who the song was made by. So, oh, so I, I was just like, I'm trying to find the song World Is Mine, World Is Mine. And then I found a video. It said Hatsune Miku, World Is Mine. And I watched the music video and I was like, is this an anime song? Like what? Because I didn't know, like I wasn't even in the anime community at the time. So I was just like, what is this? And then one of the suggested videos, so I love The World Is Mine, and then one of the suggested videos was a, I think it was at like Mikuopolis or one of the live performances for Miku around the time, I think in Osaka or in Tokyo. And I was like, I was confused. I was like, wait, is she a virtual idol? Like, I didn't mm -hmm. know what it was. And then the first thing I did, and, and this sounds so weird, but the first thing I did was I got my, my phone and I showed it to my mum. And I was like, mom, look at this. And she was shocked. And she was like, this is the future of music. 
And, uh, and you know what? In a good or a bad way. In a way. good way. She was like, she was amazed by it. She was like, <laughs> what is this? Is this a, is this like a virtual woman singing? And then I did some mm -hmm. research and I was like, no, well, it's actually someone making the music. She's basically an instrument. But then there's this hologram on the, you know, playing a concert. And then she was just amazed by that. And I think that also was one of the things that was like, wow, this is interesting. I think it was mainly the technology behind it that I was just like, so anyone could just make music. Like if you can't sing, you can get someone to sing for you and synthesize it and, and make it sound like a human being. Because The World yeah. Is Mine is, at least for early Vocaloids, at least for like 2009 when it came out, because it was done by Supercell. Mm -hmm. But that song yeah. was like really, it sounded really human, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. at least for the time, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And then I started listening to other songs. I was like, oh, wait. So it is kind of robotic. And then I, I kind of got into like Mitchy M, a lot of their oh, music. Yeah. Like, Mitchy M, yeah. I, I would say, is like one of the top notch Vocaloid producers out there um, because they can make Miku. I think they pretty much only work with Miku, but they can make Miku sound human. Like you can't tell the difference. It's mad. Yeah. And I don't know how Although, they do it. Here's, here's the thing with Mitchy M, and a lot of people have been speculating about this. And I am in no way accusing or doing whatever here. A lot of people. So, essentially, there's this. There's this one program. I think it also has. It also stems from Vocaloid. But there's this program, and I don't exactly remember the remember the title. But it was like something like um, what was it? Uh, Voca Talk or Voca Sing? It was something, something where the Vocaloids would sound really human. And a lot of people said, oh, you know, Michi M literally just like made his songs using that. And a lot of people have always been like, well, no, that's not true. Or, well, yes, it is, obviously. And I am at this point, like, I'm just like, do you realize that people sell this, like, like these companies sell this for any purpose or pur um, purpose, and th they can literally do whatever the fuck they want. If they, if you, if you bu buy this program, you can just you you can absolutely throw this into this engine and have Miku talk this way or something. You're you're allowed to like. There's nothing unless unless I'm missing something, obviously. But I don't think that it's not allowed to have her talking in this program. Of course it's um gets to the point where it's like well people are gonna say well that's not actually like his mixing or his uh tuning or whatever for the vocals and i'm just like listen he makes it sound good i feel like that's all that really it's, matters it's not just that i mean there's still a, it, it, it's kind of really bad to sort of shit on their work because at the end of the day they're also composing the song they're writing the lyrics they're doing exactly and have else. you heard their songs oh yeah their songs are amazing i love their songs you know what they're so they're like they're really hyper and really yeah. Um, upbeat and cheerful Denki. and and sometimes also really funny yeah you know what i that's what i love about them like there's a lot of inside jokes there's a lot of memes that go on within the songs and at the same time there's also songs that actually mean stuff and i think this is the interesting thing right back in the day when at least during that time when i was getting into vocaloid i was just consuming all of these songs and then you'd get some songs that would have sort of like ballads right they would tell a story yeah so you'd have there was this one song i think it was luca that was singing it it was about like i don't know if you remember it, it was about like a dress cutter or a tailor's oh yeah wait what was it um the tailor shop at nb Saka. that's it and 
That is one of my favorite it's songs. It's a great song, but it's basically about Luca murdering some people. Um, like, they have this whole series mm. of... I don't know what it exactly it's called, but it's like this series of like evil characters. And one of them, I think it's the same composer who also made the song of the was it the madness of Duke Ven- Venomania, mm-hmm. you know, with Gakupo, mm-hmm. where he's like he's like the ruler of this castle and he has like like all of the female vocaloids like he lures them in and like has the, has them as his like like several courtesans because of the, the the power that he has and then he gets stabbed by Kaito and then they all like flee his um like his what is it called because like he lures them in and then he like his spell they flee from his spell because it, they have a spell on him uh, he he hasn't on them. I mean, and he stabs him, and then they can all flee. And it's like this is like one of the evil character songs. You know, one of my favorite songs like that is, and this was something that I got into really early. And I think actually it was you that got me into it, if I'm not mistaken. It's a Which it's one? a song called uh, it's Himitsu Kuro no Chikai. It's uh, Black Vow. It, it's that song <sighs> okay. with the angels. So Himitsu. It, it's um, Kuro no Chikai. Black Vow is the name in English. It's basically um, Miku falls in love with an angel. It's it's hard to explain, but it's such a good song. I'll send it to you. It's it's so good. Oh, I'm I'm listening to it now. I I don't know if you I shared actually, it with me or not. I don't think it was me oh, okay. because like I I remember the art. I I definitely remember like the art, like seeing it everywhere. But I have never actually listened to the song such a good song and it has like the art is beautiful as well like that was another thing yeah. that I, that really attracted me to like being part of the vocal community the music videos because people yeah. people i don't think mmd was a thing yet at that point or maybe it was but then there was a lot of there wasn't many people that were 3d modeling or doing like actual animations like people doing like 2d animations and stuff for these vocaloid videos and people could really express themselves with it uh, but m- mm-hmm. going more on to how i got into vocaloid because the story continues right when i joined twitter around the time that i started the podcast i was looking for friends you know and i was looking through the tk family i found you and then i think you posted a video i think you were playing like um it was project diva it was probably dreamy theater it it was something i don't know what the hell it was but you you were playing it and i was just like damn this guy likes vocaloid (laughs) And Dynasty Warriors. So I, I sent uh, yeah. Jacob a message. From what I remember, that's how we started to be friends. Because we would just start talking yeah. about Vocaloids. And then I subscribed. And I was just like, no way, this is awesome. And then Jacob would basically suggest Vocaloid music to me. And yeah, some really good songs. Some, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, some really good songs. Jacob, what is your favorite Vocaloid song of all time? Oh my god. Of all time? Oh, holy Oh god, that's you know what? That's a really hard question because like there's billions of all those songs out there. <sighs> and I think it also depends on my mood. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with you. There's sometimes that you feel a bit gassed, you wanna you wanna play a certain type of song. I mean more recently I've been really getting into a lot of Mitchy M. There's um one of the songs that they made called My My My. Mm-hmm. The reason why I love that video is because of the video. It's not because of the song. I find the song kind of annoying, <laughs> but it's the choreography in the yeah, video. I, you know, you know which you know which Michi M song I love. Which one? Uh, Viva Happy. Oh yeah, that that is a slap. That like I fucking love that song. Viva Happy is a good one. I'm trying to remember. They do a lot of them. And I also I also like Freely Tomorrow. Yes, that's a good one. ID. 
There was an um, there was another one that was about an AI. I can't remember, but it was basically Miku talking about herself being an AI. I thought that was a good one. Ah,、oh, there's so many good Michi M songs. There was actually quite a funny one. Actually, there was this one with it's Julia Knight. I think is the name of it. It's with Kaito.、Uh, it's in it's in、uh, it's、okay. in a project.、Uh, it's in a Mega Mix actually. Ah, okay. It's Ohedo Julia Knight, but it's I think it's I thought it was set in a brothel, but I don't know if it is or not. But the music video, I have no of, idea. I'll send it to you now. I, I think the, I might be mistaken. I don't think it's necessarily set in a brothel, but it sort of gave that vibe to it. Oh yeah, I know that one. I just like it's been such a long time since I've last listened to Michi M. That's the thing,、oh, and also like I usually just listen to m- music on on Spotify now.、Mm. I. I f- I think one of my favorite all time favorite Vocaloid songs. Do you know Utsupi? Utsupi, I don't know.、Utsupi. They make like really hardcore or metal songs. Yeah,、I've, I'm checking them out now. Eat is one of their songs. Yeah, and they have one song that is called Mukuro Attack, Corpse Attack. Okay. And that was like I think that was like one of the first.、Um, Really hardcore、uh, Vocaloid songs that I've ever heard.、Mm-hmm. It's so good because it has like screamo. It has it has like everything, and it's so good. And like even nowadays, I still listen to it. That's like one of my favorite songs. Honestly, I have a playlist that I can share with you, which is like these are like these are like the Vocaloid songs that I grew up listening.、Mm-hmm. Like I just sent you, and it's not it's not. Strictly Vocaloid things. It's like vocal synthesizers、mm-hmm. because there's also like another、um, vocal or like a voice bank, but it's it's not. It doesn't use the Vocaloid engine. It uses like a different engine, and that's why I threw that in. But yeah, like some of my favorite songs include Mukuro Attack, From Y to Y, Love Is War. Love Is War is, was I think my first favorite Vocaloid song. I love that song as well. That was like one of my favorites as well, at least initially, because it's like it's an OG song, right? Yeah. After Love Is War, the, my favorite song went from Love Is War to Senbon Zakura. Yes, yes, Senbon <laughs> Zakura. That's such a that's a banger. I'm not gonna lie. That's such a good song. Yeah. I mean, even now, like, there's so many covers. Of people like like people singing it in real life, like I,、yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, Wagaki Band did a an amazing oh, cover. Oh yeah, Wagaki Band are awesome.、Band. They do quite a lot of Vocaloid covers, by the way. They did um, what was it, Tengaku? Oh、well. oh my god, yes, that was that was golden. I I just popped up into my head because we were talking about Tengaku, right? And I can't remember their names. What are their names again? Kagamina Rin. Yeah, Rin and Lin. Rin and Len. Len. Len.、Okay. Rin and Len. Yeah. I get confused between the two. So. Rin, I fucking love Rin and Len, right? I I love them. Like there, there's something about them, and the fact that they are two Vocaloids, right? But I think they pair them together, isn't it? Like you can't just buy one separately, right? Yeah, but honestly, that's what I love. It's great. It. I love them. Like they work so well. Like I can't remember the name of the song, but I don't even want to sing it. But it's that song about the butterfly. I can't even remember, but it, that's the one. That's the one, and that song is fu- fucking slaps. Yeah, I remember playing that in Project Diva. Dude, I still play in Project Diva. Like, I fucking love. Of course, it did too. It's such a but... good song, but not just that. I listened to like the extended version recently because you know in Project Diva it's like the shortened version of the song. Yeah. That extended version fucking slaps. So good. Yeah. So good. Dude, can I just say when I first played Project Diva, I had the hugest crush on、uh, Lin.、Mm. I was like. 
Oh my god, Len, I like, like I was, I was fucking like 13 or 14 years old. I was like, oh my god, Len be my boyfriend. <laughs> but there's something about their character designs. It's just so unique, and it's like, wow, it kind of works from a fashion perspective. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like they're dressed in like the sailor uniforms. I can imagine people actually going outside wearing that shit. If that makes sense. Like, I don't know, the, the, even the way they design these vocalists are just I so... I mean, minus the headphones, yeah. Maybe, yeah, minus the headphones, 100%. But still, like, they're so, so fashion forward. Like, I don't know, like, I'm looking at the rest of the Vocaloid designs. Like, we all know Luca is, like, fucking fashion icon, let's be real. I don't know about the other ones, like, there was... I'm trying to remember, there was this Vocaloid, I can't remember his name. What did he look like? Oh, no, it's Kaito, Dude. sorry. I forgot Kaito. It was Kaito. I forgot Kaito for a second. Like Kaito, Jesus. Kaito is the only one that I think doesn't know how to dress well. The rest of them do, but just Kaito is just. I love Kaito's nah, outfit. I, I don't. It, it's the, too, the scarf. It's kind of like cool science teacher look. No, the, no, no, he looks the, the he coat, looks fine. The white coat looks a bit odd. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I he love looks like that. a physics teacher. I love I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan of it. I I love his outfit. Uh, we can. Uh, Agree to disagree. Um, but that being said, we're going to go on an ad break. When we return, I think we're just going to talk more about Vocaloids. Talk a bit more about the games as well. And we'll see you on the other side. Right before we get into the ads, I want to remind you guys that we do have a Patreon page. Where you can support us directly for only £5 a month. It means that you don't need to listen to ads like this, as amazing as they are. It's a no-brainer. You get early access to our show, as well as ad-free content for all of the podcasts that we do or if you decided well i might go for a one-time donation you could do so on our coffee page that's coffee.com forward slash get a life podcast that's ko-fi.com forward slash get a life podcast our patreon is patreon.com forward slash get a life podcast also consider subscribing to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to whether that's itunes spotify stitcher apple podcasts amazon podcasts even on youtube subscribing is free it also means that you keep up to date with the content that we do post for all of our podcasts if you do leave a like on youtube or if you give us a five star rating on the podcast platforms it really does help us get up in the rankings it really does help us get more sponsorships it helps us out a lot you don't know how much that actually helps us so consider leaving us a positive review telling us all your thoughts as well and stuff that we can improve on really does help me out a lot as well gives me a motivation so subscribe consider leaving a five-star review or a comment if you're on youtube and enjoy the ad break and the rest of this episode this episode of the podcast is brought to you by crunchyroll as you guys know crunchyroll has been sponsoring us for a while now and we love them and we know you guys love them too so get your asses over to crunchyroll where you can enjoy the world's largest anime collection for only six pounds fifty a month that's cheaper than pretty much all of the other streaming services out there. And you get quite a lot of anime, over 30,000 anime episodes and anime one hour after it airs in Japan. You can enjoy sub or dub 
in multiple languages from what I've seen on Crunchyroll. We use it personally on the podcast and I'll be honest with you, it's one of my favorite services to use for anime streaming because of all of the options that you get. If you go for the mega fan option, you do get the ability for offline viewing. So if you're on the train, if you're going to a place where there is no internet, you can save for offline viewing and still enjoy your anime. Imagine if you're on a road trip, right? You're traveling across America or you're traveling across the UK and you want to watch anime, your friend's driving and you're like, you know what? I want to watch some Spy Family or I want to watch some uh, Attack on Titan or some Dr. Stone. You could probably guess which anime I'm, I'm watching currently. If you want to enjoy anything, you're spoilt for choice with Crunchyroll. Not only that, you've got ad-free anime and as a bonus, you get access to the Crunchyroll manga as well, which is actually really cool if you go for your fan or mega fan options there as well. I'd recommend actually purchasing the 12-month mega fan because you're saving 16% off and you don't need to worry about it right stream on four devices at the same time which is actually fantastic especially if you're, you're in a big family and everyone wants to watch different anime you could do that with the mega fan option as well as offline viewing and you get a discount on the crunchyroll store if you want to buy nendroids or figurines or merchandise directly from crunchyroll once again you can watch anytime anywhere stream on your desktop mobile gaming consoles even and other streaming devices that include ios android apple tv xbox roku ps4 slash the ps5 so it's a no-brainer guys if you love anime or even if you don't like anime and you want to know more about it go to crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai or go to getalifepodcast.com forward slash crunchyroll it's the same link they work on the same way and sign yourself up for a 14 day free trial you can cancel any time but just make sure you guys sign up give it a try if you wanted to think oh what was this anime thing about give it a try crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai that's crunchyroll.com forward slash k-u-n-a-i back onto the episode Jake. What, we're gonna die now? No, we're not we're not gonna die, no. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. See you on the <laughs> other side of the break. Jacob, god damn. <laughs> okay, we're back. Hope you enjoyed that break, by the way. We did not die. We guys. didn't die, no. Um but I don't know how to transition. How are we gonna transition into the next bit? So we were talking about the voices. The voices. Now we're going into the games. Now into the games. You you mentioned your <laughs> first game, first Vocaloid game was Project Diva second, right? Yes, the demo and then the the full game. <laughs> okay. And what what console was that on? That was on the PSP, right? That was on PSP, yeah. But it wasn't officially released, was it? Well, like in the West or anything like that. No, no, it, it never came to the West. But so confession, I um... you pirated the game. Oh, I did not. No, no. did you not? Um... Oh, you imported? No, let's hear me out. Wait, uh, the hear... first time, the first time I played Project Diva second was the demo and for that i literally on youtube looked up how to make a japanese playstation store account and that was when i realized the japanese playstation store uh, was so much more colorful and so much more exciting than the austrian one because <laughs> the austrian one was fucking boring <laughs> and like i found all all these like anime games like idol master and stuff and i was like oh uh, yeah, anyways, I downloaded a demo, I played it, and I had a blast with it. I think it had, like, poor people, just be friends, and I Kotopa, aka Love Words, mm -hmm. from Deco 27. I think that was, that was like, three or four songs that was in the game. In the demo, I mean. 
And yeah, and I kept playing it and then I really enjoyed it. And at some point I was like, I really want to play this game. So what I did was, um, so a bit of a, it's, it's, it's on topic, on topic. Um, so somebody I know is married to someone who's Japanese. Okay. And I asked them, like I was like 13 or 14 and I was like, Hey, I know you go to Japan a lot with your um, spouse, mm -hmm. but you also come back like to Austria. <laughs> but you also come back to Austria. Of course you do, <laughs> you know? And could you get me this game? I'll pay you back. And and they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. No worries. So after some time, I meet them and they give me the game. And I was like, like my eyes were brought, like shining so brightly. Like I was just like, <gasps> Bish doing his fucking Arnold, Arnold imitation. Get to that the was drama. me. Got to the job. But yeah, I was just like, I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. And that's when I started playing it. And yeah, I, I was, yeah, I was having the time of my life playing that. And then, I don't know if you remember, but like, we also got Dreamy Theater for the first game, like Project Diva. And like, I think like a year after, we got Project Diva, um, sec uh, Dreamy Theater second on the PS3. And I fucking lost my shit when I found out that it's coming out. And I was just like, I need this. So I got it. And that summer, I think I did almost nothing else but play Dreamy Theater Second. Because like Was that also I an was... import as well? No, it was it's a it's a downloadable okay. um game. But it didn't get so a release it's... in the West, no? No. But it's literally imagine like Project Diva, um, Future Tone or Mega Mega Mix, but like only with the songs from and, and costumes from uh, Project Diva second. Essentially, it's literally more like an like a PS3 port, but you can't play it. It's it's not a standalone game because you need your save from the your save data from the PSP. Really? You have How to import that, that. So, you had to basically plug your PSP into your PS3 and then you would connect it, I think. And then you would connect um, you would have like the game and you would have an extra software piece of software on your PS3 like they were both in the same download but it was like two different things and you would click on the on the software and it would open it and it would be like so like plug your PSP in and then you can transfer um, your save data and it was like all the songs you'd unlocked all the costumes and uh, you are, you have unlocked everything just not the scores and not the um, full combos and yeah and like that's that's basically how you do it and then like it saves that onto your ps3 and then you open dreamy theater second and then you can play it i didn't know that i think it was two pieces of software i think it was the game and then that yeah you know, I'm I'm pretty confused, man, because when I started playing Vocaloid games, because I, you know what it was? It was watching your videos and I was like, fuck, I need to get, I need to get into this. And I wasn't really bothered like importing and shit. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to wait for like an official release. And then yeah. I waited for, it was Project Diva F. Oh yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get this game. And I got it and I was so happy. And wait, F? It was F, yeah. On the Vita. What's I forgot, was F actually released in the West? I think F... Yeah, F got released in the West. I forgot. F got... Uh, initially, I think F released on the PlayStation 3. F came out 
on the Vita and and PS3. Yeah. At that time, I didn't have a PlayStation 3. So I did have, maybe I did have a PlayStation 3, but I didn't think about getting it for PlayStation 3 because I had a Vita and I was like, you know what? I need more Vita games. So I bought Project Diva F. And yeah. this is the shitty bit about it. I bought the game and I was re like, I went to Hamley's because that was the only place I could get it because not many places were selling the game. It was such mm -hmm. a rare game to find like physical copies for. Mm -hmm. And I... I bought it. I paid really, I paid like 50 pounds for it. It was like really expensive because um, mm -hmm. it's one shop. It was like a toy store that sold it. And then I bought it mm -hmm. and my friends are with me. At the time, I thought they were my friends. They're not, they're not really my friends now anymore. But they were like, mm -hmm. they were like kind of making fun of me because I bought this Miku game. <laughs> and they were like, I, I'm laughing about it now, but it really made me upset. Like I got really upset by it. And I was just like, fuck this. And I played a little bit of it, and then I was like, well, I'm just gonna get made fun of. Because I used to bring my, well, I mean, I used to bring my Vita with me everywhere, and I used to play it on the train. And this is around the time that I was starting the podcast, and I just got, like, it, I wasn't embarrassed because I was playing Miku. It was embarrassed because people look at you and they're like, ugh, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Like, do you know what I mean? And that kind of made me. I feel know like what shit. you mean, but I was always like, listen. There is literally no way for them to like understand. No, there isn't. So, might as well give them the same treatment and be like, you know what? You you think you like you think this is weird. I think I just think it's fucked up that. Well, you think I'm fucked up? I think it's you. It's you who's fucked up for like literally treating me like strange for wanting to play a video game. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, like. There is so many, like for years there has been like anime games or fucking uh, rhythm games. So why would I be at this point, why would I be scared of getting such a game, you know? It's 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 stupid. I and wasn't scared of getting the game initially. I wasn't scared. I actually, I was excited to get the game and I was just like, yeah, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, of course. But it, it's just the people around me just made me feel like absolute shit. And I ended up selling the game. I sold it for a profit, mind you. But I regret selling it now because I, I want to go back and play it, and it's so difficult to find it. I think you told me it. that. And I, I, I think I, the same thing happened with um, Project Diva F, the second one. Mm -hmm. There's, basically, I went back a second time in the same store with the same friends, and then they, they just treated me like dog shit. Like they were like, "Dude, what the fuck? Like, why are you playing these weird animals?" Like. They were they were insinuating that I was a pervert because I was buying games like this, and I was just like, "What, what? the fuck?" I was like, "Dude, it's Miku. Like, it's a rhythm game. It's there's, it's like it's rated teen. It's not, it's not like I'm playing fucking Senran Kagura, you know." I, ironically, I was playing Senran Kagura around that time, but <laughs> you know, it's not like I was playing like these dodgy hentai games or anything like that. Yeah, and exactly. It's little. Yeah, but but here's the thing: as soon as you as, as soon as people um see like an anime girl on like a fucking on the cover shot of a game or something, they're gonna be like, oh, anime girl. Yeah. It's 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 stupid. It is stupid. I mean, it's something that me and Kevin go into a little bit more on the on uh, on Kunai because there was a discussion that we had around Oremo and what it means to be an anime fan and stuff like that. And I think it sort of applies to this as well. I mean, because it's you know when we're talking about otaku, it's not just anime; it's gaming as well. So it's like it really made me feel upset. And like like I said, I did the same thing. I traded that in does. as well. And then it got to a point where when I, I wasn't playing any Miku games since then until Sega reached out and they were mm -hmm. like, do you want Mega Mix? 
and I was like, fuck yeah, Sega. And <laughs> I, I was so excited because I was like, yes, I can finally play another Hatsune Miku game. And it was on the Switch. So it kind of felt like the Vita in that sense. Yeah. And it was, it was fun. I mean, mind you, I, I'm pretty sure that Mega Mix was a port of a PlayStation 4 game, if I'm not mistaken. Mega Mix. Yeah. The... Mega Mix was for the Switch, right? Mega Mix was for the Switch, yeah. Initially. Well, now there's um, Mega Mix Plus, which is on um, PC. On Steam, yeah. which I have, by oh, the way. Oh, you did? You I bought it. it literally the same day. Nice. Yeah. Um, what, see, the thing is with Mega Mix is that it didn't come with a lot of songs. I mean, it had a lot of songs, but there was a lot of DLC for it. And people were saying that the PS4 game basically had all the songs on it or had more songs to begin with. What was? So I heard that, and, and like, this is not me shitting on Mega Mix because I've never played it. Mm -hmm. But I heard that Mega Mix is a worse version, incomplete version, by the way, of Future Tone. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't know if people realize, Project Diva was a huge arcade game, and I think it still is mm -hmm. an arcade game in Japan. And I think it's some places in, in the US as well, but like select places. I think there's an arcade in London that actually has um, some Miku arcade games. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's very they're like very selective when it comes to the spots in the West. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like so they basically brought the arcade version to the PS4 and like for us, you know, and they added like the whole holding the buttons. Not like in the same way where it's like you know in Project Diva Second and F you had like those hold buttons where it was like hold this button and then let go at like this specific time to like keep the combo going. It was different in, in Future Tone because it was like literally like hold this button, but you have to smash a lot of other buttons and like hold the button as long as possible. And that's like, or like multiple buttons at the same time. It's, in my opinion, Future Tone and Arcade is a lot more difficult. Okay. And I would always say when I was like in my Project Diva era i would always be like i want the i want the arcade version to come overseas like i wanted like in on a ps3 game or something because like i was really into it and i would play so many um harder difficulty songs and it was just like i got future tone and i was so out of the loop and i was like oh my god i'm failing every fucking song <laughs> and it's still the same it's difficult, no? yeah because essentially it like you have to press multiple buttons and hold multiple buttons and the, the difference is on the arcade you have these huge um buttons yeah like you you only have square circle um cross and triangle mm -hmm. But they're huge buttons, and that's why it's, I think, a lot more easy to do it on the arcade than on controller, at least for me. Yeah, I will agree with you on that point, and people may not know this, I think for Future Tone they did release, I think maybe for the other Project Diva games, but Hori did release an arcade stick, I, I call it an arcade stick, yeah. but they basically created an arcade controller with those massive buttons and you know what jacob i will say this it's so much easier playing with an arcade stick like i'll be real with you when i was playing Mega Mix on the switch at first i i really enjoyed it but i found it very difficult to hit the buttons at the right time i don't have the best sort of hand-eye coordination mm -hmm. and like my timing isn't I don't have rhythm, right? So my timing isn't necessarily the best because I own a, a fight stick. Me and my friend Sven actually built a fight stick 
you know, by hand. And I modified it so that I could plug it into my Switch and play and, oh, and play Project Diva. And now that Mega Mix is on PC, I could do the same. And basically what I did was I color coordinated the, the buttons so that square was pink, triangle is, is green, that kind of stuff. So I could basically press the buttons without having the buttons there, if that makes sense. Mind you, the buttons aren't as big as the the ones on the Hori one or even the one on the arcade machine. But part of me, because you can actually buy those big buttons anyway. Like there's a lot of um, arcade stores and like manufacturers and stuff that actually sell those big buttons. Part of me wants to build an arcade cabinet specifically for for project diva games um can you give me one can you get can you fucking make me one for my birthday I, I, if you if you're gonna pay for it fuck yeah well depends on the money well i mean it's it's the thing is the reason why i haven't done it is super expensive because i need to build it out of yeah. wood and that kind of stuff even if i do it out of acrylic i think most like the cheaper thing to do is just build one of those controllers yourself but then when i built my arcade stick sven Sven didn't really charge me for like labor or to be honest with you, he didn't even charge me for the materials. He was just like, you just need to buy the electronics and then I'll mm -hmm. I'll make the wood parts and don't worry about it because he used scrap pieces. So it didn't cost him that much, but it's made out of hardwood. But to be honest with you, I would love to. And I think it's it's like because he's got a laser cutter as well. So I I'm pretty sure I, I can get that set up for you. If not an arcade thing, then probably just like a arcade stick specifically for mm -hmm. Miku. I could get that done. I think so. But the thing is, it's like, there's a lot of electronics that go into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, the only way I could see it working is if you make it out of like hardwood. Because if I use like thin pieces of plywood, as soon as you hit the button, especially if you're, if you're someone that likes to slam these buttons in an arcade, yeah, you, you go straight through it. So, I mean, when I'm yeah. using it, I'm using, because um, I'm using basically an arcade stick. So it's, it's the really small arcade buttons for fighting games. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. they're bigger than the, your, you know, your, your controller buttons, but you really need a huge button for that. But it's one of my dreams to do that, to be honest with you. Yeah. To get that set up. Yeah, I see that. I, I don't know. Like, I'm just glad that Mega Mix is made its way to PC because I don't know if it's going to allow mod support. I could see it kind of being like, what is that game that people love to play on PC? You know, like Osu? I could see a lot of people sort of modding Mega Mix so that it basically becomes Osu. <laughs> like, but I mean, it's obviously it's not as crazy as Osu, Osu is like mad, but I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just happy that Mega Mix has made its way. I will say this though, like the songs that are on the Switch version, it's not that many. I mean, Future Tone had way more music. Yeah. And I've kind of felt that there was just too much DLC and it's like, I want to play the songs that I want to play. Do you know what I mean? Like they'll have some, yeah. some great songs on there, but then it's just like, Oh, I remember this song from my childhood. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I have to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, that that kind of pissed me off about Mega Mix. But I don't know if it's different with the PC version. Because it's Mega Mix Plus. I don't know if it's going to have all the DLC on it. Wait, which one? Uh, the new Mega, the Mega Mix on PC is called Mega Mix Plus. So Mega Mix comes with... It comes in, like, I think two different versions. So that, yeah, um... I can see it. There's on Steam, it's Mega Mix plus which is standard and then mega mix vip edition which basically i think it, it has more songs an extra song pack but yeah it has an extra song pack and it also unlocks all of the customizations really yeah. so literally 
if you get the VIP edition, you basically get the game for less. Cause like, if you bought the whole, the first game, like, well, if you bought the game, you'll be, be which is funny, 3939, it literally spells Miku Miku. So I'm happy they did that. It's a good price and, as well. I mean. And then you basically, basically pay 60 euros. If you paid for the extra song pack, you would like pay 14 euros plus more than you would if you just buy the VIP edition. And that's why I got the VIP edition because like I want all of the songs and I'm, I'm just gonna be like, hey, I have all the songs, I'm good with this. Dude, that's the thing, cause I'm looking at the UK page now. Like the base game is 35 pounds, VIP edition's 50. And then to buy the DLC separately, it's another 34 pounds. <laughs> So like, what the fuck? Like you're basically paying double for the game, which yeah, the, if, if you want to get all the songs and everything, yeah, the VIP edition is the, is the best way to go. And I'm, I'm happy that you can unlock all of the costumes straight away because I, I'll be real with you. I've never been a fan of playing the game over and over and over again, just to unlock mm -hmm. coins or that currency in game to buy the costumes that I want for yeah. the song. You know what I mean? Like it pisses me off, but I'm glad that they've just given that option because I don't know. I, this, I love playing the game, but I don't want to grind in, in Hatsune Miku. Because look, when I'm playing Project Diva, I'm not playing on a mode that's going to give me a lot of points to then spend in the in-game shop. I'm usually playing it on, you know, the easiest difficulty, the one that you can't lose on. Like that's, that's the mode that I'm playing on. Because just like I said, like I'm not playing to be competitive. Like I'm not doing MLG Miku here. Yeah, like it's just it's just simple i i just want to listen to the song and just hit the the marks at the right time and i don't need to worry about pressing triangle like when i was watching your videos sometimes it gives me anxiety because it's like how like sometimes i'm like is jacob using this program because there's some people like i know that they had this for osu where they, you had like a program that would do it automatically like make oh. you know what i mean and then when i see you playing any rhythm it's not just miku when i see you play any rhythm game you always hit the mark and i'm like is this guy a machine like how the hell is he getting yes I on, on the point machine. Yeah, it's mad. How do you do that? Um, practice. Practice. A lot of practice. You know, I used to struggle a lot with sometimes even the hard songs. But, you know, it's really funny. And I did not notice until, like, way later. In the very first Project Diva, it was not possible. But from Project Diva second on, they made it possible for you to press, you know, like, right for circle or up for triangle. They added that in Project Diva second. And I did not know. I did not know you could do that. I always just like did like, you know, the original circle, triangle, square and X. That's what I, that's how I played the game. I did not know. And as soon as I found that out, I was like, wait, what the fuck? This game is so much easier now. I mean, there's so many customizable features as well. Like when I was playing it on Switch, I didn't like the fact that it used the Switch button layout. Because I was used to Project Diva F. Exactly. And then, yeah. But you can change it. You could. But I didn't know how yeah. they managed to do this. How did Sega get away with that? Because the sacred symbols from for the PlayStation, the square, the triangle, all of that, that's registered trademark. How the hell did they get that on the Switch? I don't know. They did the same for Arcade. Maybe they were like, you know what? We are not saying this is like the PlayStation layout. We can call it the original layout, you know? Maybe they were some like saying like let's not call it the Sony PlayStation whatever layout because like again like it it started with 
um, the arcades and the PSP, yeah, but like, they've been using the, um, that layout for the arcade. I'm like, if they can use that, why wouldn't they use it? Why wouldn't they make it as an option for future games, right? And you have that in the Steam version too. Which is fantastic, because you know what? Especially now with the arcade stick and all of the buttons are color coordinated, I would not know if they if they just changed it because on PC it would be either Xbox controller layout or the PlayStation uh, layout. Yeah. I would not know what to do with the Xbox layout. Like I, I would freak out. But I'm glad that they went with the PlayStation layout because I personally, I enjoy it. But that being said, I think we had a great discussion on Project Diva. Oh, oh what? what you wait, say? let me say one more thing. So remember in Me Mega Mix they get they put it they put in like a different um, graphic style. Mm -hmm. So in the Steam version, you can literally switch between the original um, Project Diva and Mega Mix graphics. Are you serious? So you can, yeah, you literally have the possibility to like switch between the two. That's my see. This is the thing. This is why I like PC versions of games because it's like. You can do so much more with it. I'm looking at like what what system requirements you need. I think it says what Windows 10, 64-bit, uh, Intel Core i3, four gigs of RAM, and minimum GTX 550 Ti, which is like a one gigabyte graphics card. Like you could play this on budget builds, right? Yeah. Um, and even when you look at recommended specs, it's the recommended specs. I think. Pretty much, I think everyone that's going to be buying this game will at least have recommended spe uh, specs, which is basically a GTX 750, which is like a really mm -hmm. old graphics card. One also, uh, I think it's a two gigabyte graphics card, four gigs mm -hmm. of RAM, and an Intel Core i5. Mm -hmm. I think it's they've made it so accessible, but come to think of it, I mean, it's not, it's a Hatsune Miku game. It's not a game that's going to be like, you're not going to be playing this game in 4K. But that being said, I don't think it is even supports 4K. I think it's just like, what, 1080p? I don't know. I, I don't know, like, specs, whatever. Oh, okay. So that being said, I think we had a nice discussion on Project Eva and Megamix. And I forgot to thank Sega at the beginning. Thank you, Sega, for sending me a code for Megamix. I really love it. N noise. Anyway. Noise. Uh, noise. Noise. Um, that being said, we're going to go on another ad break and we're not going to die this time. And we're going to talk about other Vocaloid games and some interesting tidbits. We'll be back. Industry tidbits. Some industry. I meant interesting, but yes, we'll go with that as well. Anyway, we'll, we'll be back in a moment. Right before we get into the ads, I want to remind you guys that we do have a Patreon page where you can support us directly for only £5 a month. It means that you don't need to listen to ads like this, as amazing as they are. It's a no-brainer. You get early access to our show as well as ad-free content for all of the podcasts that we do. Or if you decided, well, I might go for a one-time donation, you could do so on our coffee page. That's coffee.com forward slash get a life podcast. That's ko-fi.com forward slash get a life podcast. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash get a life podcast. Also consider subscribing to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, even on YouTube. 
Subscribing is free. It also means that you keep up to date with the content that we do post for all of our podcasts. If you do leave a like on YouTube or if you give us a five-star rating on the podcast platforms, it really does help us get up in the rankings. It really does help us get more sponsorships. It helps us out a lot. You don't know how much that actually helps us. So consider leaving us a positive review, telling us all your thoughts as well and stuff that we can improve on really does help me out a lot as well gives me a motivation so subscribe consider leaving a five-star review or a comment if you're on youtube and enjoy the ad break and the rest of this episode have you ever thought hey i'm really into japanese snacks and japanese otaku goods well you know what get yourself over to sugoi mart by japan crate sugoi mart we love them we love Japan Crate, by the way. We've spoken about Japan Crate on the podcast before, but you know what? We've leveled up our partnership with them and our sponsorship to a Sugoi Mart one because I wanted you guys to experience a lot more of what Japan Crate has to offer through Sugoi Mart. It's not always about snacks, guys. You can buy a lot of Japanese goods directly from Sugoi Mart. And it's fantastic service there, I will say this. You got your lucky bags. If you're really into anime, you could get Sugoi Mart lucky bags for over $100 value for only £40, right? £40, incredibly cheap. So you're getting $100 worth of stuff for 50 bucks. That's including snacks and other goods. If you decide to go for the lucky bags, and to be honest with you, those lucky bags, you can check them out on our page because Sugoi Mart moving forward, we're gonna be showcasing the Sugoi Mart products on their site. And we're gonna be showing you guys really cool, weird and wonderful stuff from Japan. We're going to be curating stuff directly there. If you like it, buy it. And you know what? Use our link. Getalifepodcast.com forward slash sugoi. That's getalifepodcast.com forward slash S-U-G-O-I. We'll take you to our Sugoi Mart page. And you can use our code G-A-L-P. That's G-A-L-P for 15% off your order. That's insane, guys. 15% off. We all know that collectibles and things from Japan can be very expensive. So 15% off, that's pretty decent. They've got some really lovely stuff on their site. Uh, stuff from Spy Family. They've got a lot of Sanrio stuff as well. A lot of anime things. A lot of Genshin stuff. If you're really into Genshin, they got it. As well as some brands from Japan. Snacks from Japan as well. They've got a lot of One Piece stuff. If you're into One Piece, they've got stuff from Muji. They've got stuff from Disneyland. They've got stuff from Universal Studios Japan. In addition to Starbucks and Studio Ghibli. Stuff that you really can't find anywhere else. I'll be honest with you. So once again, check out Sugoi Mart. It supports the show when you do. We love them. They love us. And I'm pretty sure you'll love them too. So that's getalifepodcast.com forward slash sugoi use the code g-a-l-p for 15 percent off anyway back on to the episode okay we are back from the break we are back from the break jacob how was that break for you was it good it was so long no one cared uh, anyway anyway yeah. anyways anyways I, you didn't say that. I was I was hoping that you were going to say anyway. Well, you said anyway. I said it so that so. you could say it. 
Oh, well, I just said it. God. So what's up? Anyway, what's up? You want to fight? Fine. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You want to fucking fight? Yes. You want to go? I do. Yes. You want to go? You want to go have dinner, bro? I, yes, hundred percent. You want to? You want to get some fucking chicken wings exactly. and shit? Exactly. You know what? I think. Exactly. You know what? I think we need to have a Project Diva gaming session where we battle it out in Project Diva, and whoever I'm down, you're gonna win, obviously, but. Whoever gets oh, with with Mega Mix, I'm not sure. Yeah, you will probably win with Mega Mix. I I won't get any further than like the first song. Like I can't get through any songs on any difficulty in Mega Mix. But you know what? I love playing on the hardest difficulty. See, I can't even do that. So I I usually I fuck up somewhere in the middle or at the end because I get overworked with the whole fucking like, oh you have to press these buttons at the same time. Mm. It fucks me up. Yeah, I can't. Like I can't. having to. Having to press like triangle and 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 um cross at the same time, like or like like square and circle, like that fucks me up so much. Or if it's like three buttons at the same time, I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to do that with my with my PS5 co uh, controller? Hello, it's mad. I mean, I've got the advantage there because I got the fight stick, so I could do I could destroy you. But you know what? I'm not gonna embarrass myself anyway. You know what? Even even with a fighting stick, you cannot destroy me at dead okay. or alive. Well... We'll we'll be we'll we'll decide that I guess. Speaking of embarrassing and speaking of embarrassments, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I A. Fuck me. What was it? What what's what's her name again? Ia or Ia? Oh Ia. Yeah. Ia VT Colorful. Not you forgetting a name. I forgot like her name, that. man. She only. She... It's two letters. Ia. Okay. Ia. Speaking of embarrassments, Ia VT Colorful. That game was a oh, shit God. show. I was so excited for it. Like, I was just like, yeah, fuck yeah. That game is going to be the dog's bollocks. But it just ended up being bollocks. I was actually I was actually going to import that game, by the way. Me too. Me too. But I don't know. There was... Why did... This is the thing. Like, it seemed like such a scam. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they had See the Lights in... Yeah, that is, that is something I'm still so upset it, that over. That fucked me up because... I'm that's so what upset. sold me on the game. I was like, yes! We're gonna get this. I'm game. still so upset of the over this because it's like you are going to advertise mm. this game with this song, and then the song isn't gonna be in the fucking game. That pissed me off as well. And the thing is, it was it wasn't like the song wasn't in the game. It's clearly in the game because they were showing gameplay footage with the. No, that was not that. That was not gameplay footage. Was it not? For, for, for it was not for the song. I think. Oh okay. Or maybe or maybe maybe they did, but it was like a. Maybe it was only for the trailer. Maybe they had to take it out for copyright purposes. I got no clue. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you're making a music game, then you're gonna you you need to get the copyright sorted because there's a lot of copyright that kind of goes on with Project Diva because you know it's all these different music producers that are making. You know, they obviously will make their royalties from the game and everything like that. Yeah. But they, Sega has to pay them a license fee. Like, how come Marvelous didn't sort that out? Because to be honest with you, just for that song, like I was ready to buy the game. I was ready to import the game and spend hundreds of pounds just for that one song. Yeah, me too. Me too. And that just disappointed me. Like the game looked interesting. You won't believe, by the way, what I just found out. What? The song is on Spotify. Yeah, no, I, I listened to it the other day. That's that's the reason, actually, Jacob, why I suggested this episode. They released they released two Ia Super Best compilations, and I only found this out now. Like, this year. This year, they dropped two Ia compilation albums, and one of them has See the Lights. It's 
good song. I did not know this. I feel so song. fucked up. It's a good song. It's a really good song. You know what? I song. can't find the the color like the Ea VT colorful the original trailer. I think they must have taken it down. But I I'm not going crazy. This trailer actually had the song, and it was fucking hype. I literally just found it. Wait, send send it to me. Wait, wait. I think I found it. Wait, here. Wait. Oh, okay, I found it. See. What I know you. I can see the lights. I see. Wait, wait. Ooh. It's it's, oh, it's marvelous as well. See, that's the thing that it was playing in the beginning, and I was like, "What the fuck is this song? It's so good." Tokyo, London, Paris, New York. <laughs> so good. I, and see, that's the thing. They're showing gameplay footage in the background. But obviously, it's not with the song. Yeah. But even the way the game looked, it visually looked good. You know what I mean? Like, it looked different. It wasn't... It, yeah. It's like an edgier version of Project Diva, in my personal opinion. Like, yeah. it looked wild. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah. There's something... It had some really nice songs, too. Yeah, but it didn't have See the Light. Yeah. That's that's the funny part. Like, you look... In, in the game, uh, in the trailer... They show you like this list of songs that's gonna be like in the game, and they play "See the Lights," but it's not actually in the playlist. Like it's, it's not it's in the not, track list. No, for the but game. then we should have realized, to be honest. But it's look, I think it's like false advertising at that point because I think it should have been there. And I remember when the game was coming because it was coming out in 2014. I had visited Marvelous for the first time for Senran Kagura Estival Versus. Yeah. And this was, I think this was like early Marvelous. This is when they first started publishing games mm -hmm. in London and stuff like that. And when I went to visit him, the first question, I was like, guys, are we getting Ea VT? And they're like, no. And I, I got, <laughs> they straight up said no. And I was like, why? It's, this game is going to sell. Like I was, I was pressing them hard. And I was like, this game is going to sell. You just watch. All of the Miku players are gonna love this game. And they were like, no. They basically didn't have enough faith in the game. And to be honest with you, the game didn't sell that well, even in Japan. Like, I kind of understand why they didn't do any future releases. Bear in mind, it's a Vocaloid that I would say not many people know. She's very niche. No, she's not. What do you mean, no, she's not? She's not as big as fucking Miku. No, she's not, but she is fucking ginormous. Yeah, but she has had. Um, when she came out, um, she had so much positive uh, reception that, like, I think at that point, a lot more people talk about Ia than they would ever about Miku. But the thing is, do people ever talk about Ia now? You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know if they, they, I don't know if they still talk about her as much. I don't think so. But that the thing is also, she has not received a voice bank in like eight years now. I think. So, but like she's still used a lot in songs, but like I feel like with 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 Miku still having this like dominating role, I feel like a lot of people still use Miku instead. Do you think because bear in mind all of these different vocaloids are like I don't want to say published, I don't think that's the right word. I mean, yes, they're sort of based from, you know, Yamaha and all that kind of stuff, but they're distributed by different companies. I think she's getting a new engine though, no? I don't know. She's like, I'm looking at it now. It says in July 2020, another three voice banks were confirmed using a new engine. So she's she is gonna get a comeback, I think. Possibly. So I don't, I'm, I am not sure. I'm hoping we get more songs because I've noticed that, fuck, what's his name? Yutata P is doing a lot more music with Ia compared, because he used to do a lot of like Miku stuff, but then now I think he, he had like a break for quite a long time, like maybe five years, and then now he's doing like more stuff. 
but with Ia. The thing is, I think it's it's different as well because like Miku, in my opinion now, is like a powerhouse, you know? Like she's mm -hmm. she's gone further beyond just being a Vocaloid. Like she's, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like part of me kind of feels as though she's like a VTuber almost, right? Like a member of um, Hololive in a sense, right? Because she's- Miku? Yeah, no, well, this is, it's such an odd analogy, but Miku's an idol, right? Effectively. She has her own, she has her own personality and it's it's different. It, like I don't treat Miku as like a, as like an interest, like a, look, I don't treat Miku as like a voice bank or an instrument. Like Miku has her own sort of personality outside of the fact that she is a Vocaloid, if that makes sense. Like there's a lot of Miku merchandise. Like you you can go into a store in, in the UK and find Miku t-shirts and like, the, do you know what I mean? Like Miku, all yeah. this kind of Miku merch that you wouldn't really expect to see five years ago or 10 years ago, like Miku's sort of become this household name brand, if that makes sense, right? And yeah. it's like, I don't see the same that goes on with even any other Vocaloid. Like I don't see it with the, the Kagamins. I don't see it with uh, Luca. Although I think Luca does deserve it a little Did bit Did you just more. say that Kagamins? The Kagamins, yes. I'm pronouncing it's Kagamines. Well, you know what? Fuck you, Jacob. All right, I'm gonna call them the English way, the Kagamins. The Kagamans. The Kagamans. Oh, yeah, the Kagamans. Like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh my god, the Kagamans. Kagamans. It's like the Moomans. Remember that? It sounds like it sounds like cardamom. Yes, the cardamoms. Yes, that's their that's their <laughs> name. So the cardamom twins, like you don't see them a lot. You don't see like Kaito, you don't see him. Like there's so many vocalists that you just people don't know about. Like even the Krypton Future Media ones, like it's all Miku Miku Miku, you know? Like there's this one vocaloid that got into my head and I don't know if you know him. Gakupo? Oh yeah, of course. See, like that that just hit my head recently and I was like, whoa, I forgot Gakupo was even a thing before this recording. I think I'm no most, if not all, Vocaloids, so like you should, <laughs> like you can just assume I know them. <laughs> what do you, do you know the uh, Cardamom Twins? Of course I do. <laughs> That's their new voice bank. Do, do they have an? Yeah, it's... do they have an English voice bank? Actually, I don't know. If they do, I don't think. If they do, they should I don't... call them the Cardamom Twins. I don't know if they do. Let me check. I really don't know if they do. Well, I but thought like, you I knew know... everything about Vocaloid. What happened to that? No, I said I know. The Vocaloids themselves. Oh, okay. Like, I know. Rin and Len. Let me see. Let me the... see if they have English voice bangs. They. Voice bangs. I don't know if they do. Oh, they do. Oh, no, they don't. They do. They do? They do. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're not the Cardamom twins, unfortunately. No, but here's the thing with a lot of the English um, voice bangs, they're just not that good. good. Although Miku's one is quite good. Yeah. But that's that's the I thing. Mean, I think there's a lot more focus on Miku because of the fact that Miku is more recognizable, more marketable. You know what I mean? Like there's more mass appeal towards Miku. So Miku is obviously going to get more updates because Miku is what brings the money in. I mean, the, the game is literally named after her. I don't know if you knew, but like a lot of people have said like um, Luca V4 compared to V2 is pretty crap. Is it? A lot of people have said um, V4 Luca is not nowhere near as good see, as V2. See, that's the thing. Like, wouldn't you expect them to do like the updates to improve them? If that makes sense. Like. Yeah, but I don't. Like, why would they completely change them? I, well, they're not. I don't think they're like completely changed. But like, I feel like they made changes that instead of benefiting 
the voice banks made them worse. Mm. I don't know exactly what it is, but I've heard, I've seen so many people being like, oh, um, Luca v, um, V4X is like awful and like just get V2 instead. I I'm guessing V2 would be a lot cheaper though. E yeah, I guess. I mean, it's, it's older. It's way older. And V4X, I think in general has like, I don't know about Luca, but like I know that a lot of the updated voice banks have more appends. You know, like appends is like Miku Dark. Um, like Miku has like different append voice banks as well. So as well as um, uh, Len and Rin. Mm -hmm. Like th there's like the default voice banks, then there's English, then there's soft. Then there is a um, cardamom append. Yeah, uh, British. British. Oh, you know what? British. I would love to see the cardamom twins with British. Like Big Al. Wasn't Big Al British? Big Al and Sweet Anne. Oh, I love Big Al. I, I don't know if they were... No, wait. I think they were. I think they were American. Were they? No, um, I'm pretty sure Big Al was was British. I think Big Al. I think Big Al and Sweet Anne were both American, but Lola, Miriam, and Leon, I think, were British. Big, wait, I need to see this. Big Al. Remember Big Al? Three, two, one. Who? Uh, the baby bear song. Don't know if you remember that. You remember it. I remember. I remember the. You know the song by Gakupo, um, Dancing Samurai? Oh yeah. There's a... There's a version of Big Al where, um, he's literally like... It's, it's literally like him doing like these certain phrases in English and then the song itself has Big Al speaking in Japanese English mm -hmm. or English Japanese where it was like, you know, he's like... And this is just like, a, an example. Instead of like shite, he would say shitai, because like <laughs> that's how that's what his voice like. It's it's very like you 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 know those like videos where someone whose English speaks yeah I like know what you mean. Spanish or something, and they sound like so like hola yeah I know what you mean. or you you rem you remember that one TikTok I sent you the, of this girl yeah, and she's the, like the one with the American accent Madoka song oh thank you this scar so the scar that's what Big L sounds like in that song yeah. I love it though. <laughs> Fuck you, Jacob. Why are you so mean to Big Al? I love Big Al. Big Al is like the best vocal. No, it's it's what it's what the song sounds like. I I can't have this slander against Big Al. You know what? My I'm not slandering, you're slandering him. Big Al. You first you're saying he's American when he's clearly British. You know what? Let me see I'm, if I can. I'm listening find now out. to the Baby Bear. That's such a good song. Is Big the way I'm googling is Big Al Vocaloid British or American? British. British. You know what? I just want to clip the sound when he's like, three, two, Al one. Al was the first American English oh, vocaloid you know ever created. No, but the, the three, two, one, whoo. That's, that's the most British thing I've ever seen. I've never seen. You know what I'm talking about? The three, two, one, whoo. You know it, right? Please tell me you do. I can't be the only one that knows it. I don't what? recognize it. You were the one that showed me the song, Jacob. Really? What was it called? Baby Bear. You don't know Baby Bear? Big Al Baby Bear? Well, it's, it's, um... It's a collab. It's Rin. It's a Rin collab. Baby bear, good night. We will be friends forever. You've even never heard that song? Like all the memes in the comments are just three, two, one, who? I don't think I've heard Dude, this. Dude, this oh song God, is this fucking is beast. Three, two, one. Yeah. Did you did you listen to the Dancing Samurai? Yeah, Big uh, Al? I haven't heard the Big Al version. Click on it. Wait, let me. 
See, a lot of the people that are at listening the, are not going to know what the fuck we're talking because they can't hear it. At the very beginning, he's like, Samurai, harakiri yourself. <laughs> Let's hear it. Because like Gakupo oh says in his song, yes. he's like, he's because he says like, Samurai, harakiri kisama. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing all the night. <laughs> What the fuck? It does come off that way. But I kind of prefer this version. It's, look, Big Al is just a meme at this point, you know? He is, but I love him. Also, he's... The way I'm gonna get nailed to the cross for this, Big Al is probably the hottest vocaloid. What? Get out, yes. get out of here, Jacob. Wait, Have uh, you which, seen which, Big Al? which version of Big Al are we talking about? Are we talking about his Taiwanese um, version? Because I can agree with no, the Taiwanese I mean, version. No, I mean like V2. Sorry. I mean, apart from the fact it, that, like... He looks like a Persona 1 character. And? It, he, it doesn't look good. I'm sorry, I'm Here, he... Wait, he literally looks... I'm gonna send you something. He literally looks like a Persona character here. That's what I'm saying. He does look like, like an early... No, look at... No, please look at this. Okay, look at okay, this. let me see it. <laughs> he does! That's what I'm saying. He looks like a Persona character. He, he looks like he's a social link. He's like, he's like the hunk of Vocaloids. But you know what? That's fan art. That's not official art of him. Go onto the wiki and you'll see what he looks like. He does not look like what you've shown, okay? I don't care. Well, you know, do you know what, actually, who is the hottest vocaloid, in my personal opinion? It's got to be. I don't know, like, I, I think I really like Gakupo's design, like, in my personal opinion. That's just one of my opinions, right? I don't know if you'll... I like his design, but he's not the hottest to me. Why? Instead, you chose Big Al. I just don't think Gakupo, like, he's... He's attractive, he's handsome, but I don't find him hot. Gakupo literally looks like a token Rambu character. How is that not attractive? Yeah, but that's not what I'm into. You're you're into Big Al, so I'm not judging. I'm just saying. You are. I am judging. I hear you. I am. I judging. literally hear you judging. I'm sorry. I am judging because Big Al. Really? You're not sorry. I'm not. So Why would I be sorry? Big Al, really? You got Kaito. You got Gakupo. You pick Big Al. I'm sorry, Jacob, but I don't think we can be friends anymore. You're not sorry. I, well, Don't tell me I'm, you're I'm sorry. I'm saying I'm sorry we can't be friends anymore. Because you, you're not cause sorry. Because you love Big Al. Who loves... Okay, if anyone listening loves Big Al, please give this episode a five-star rating. Then we will know. Oh, my God. Then we will know. Oh, actually... Then we'll know how many actually, people love Big Al. No, you know what? Bruno's pretty hot. Br Bruno? Yeah. I've never seen Bruno. Uh, see, this is the thing. I don't know all the vocaloids. I, didn't um, Yogyo have a vocaloid as well, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Actually, that's how I got into. That's how. That's why I initial. Like, that's why I went to Yohio's concert because I found out about him through the Vocaloid. Yeah, because I was like, Yohio Lloyd, what's that? Like, who is that? And then I found out Yohio is actually a singer. Yeah, I. And he has, he has been. He's been like, he has collabed with Gakut and or Gakuto. Really? Yeah, and and they announced that he was touring mm. and on on the last like on the final performance which i went to in stockholm he had gakuto as a special as a special guest and they sang together i saw gakuto live nice take that in nice nice and uh, i i think when he saw me he had he looked at me and winked or something at me what yo yo or, like no gakuto <laughs> So is that why they called him Gakupo? Yeah. Because of his name? Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, I, I can't find it. Help me. Where can you not Gakt. find it? Okay, yeah, I found it. Oh, wow. He's, he's a very attractive man. 
I mean, he's like. So he how old he is winked he? He's at 48 you. Now. He's 48. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bear in mind, this was like nine years ago. I know, but so what that I'm was saying, when he was like 39. I know, but still, this guy doesn't age. Yeah, he's he's like he's like similar to Avril Lavigne. You know what? I I don't want to get into like conspiracy theories, but a lot of people are saying that Avril Lavigne is not real. And I don't know what to think No, a lot about of people that. say... Well, a lot of people say that Avril Lavigne was replaced. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's real. Do you? I don't know. Wait, does, no. also, that, that begs another question. Are we going to see... Like, are we going to see more, like, celebrity Vocaloids? Because, obviously, Vocaloids are using... Like, are using a... I don't know how to explain it, but they use voice samples from actual voice actors, right? Or singers and things like that. But are we going to see, like... Could we see, like, an Avril Lavigne Vocaloid? Or Lady Gaga Vocaloid? Uh, there is there is a Vocaloid that like looks a lot like Lady Gaga, if that helps you. No, but I mean like one that is using her voice, if that makes sense. I mean, th they would have to. They would have to license ask it. her. Yeah. yeah, no, they would have to have to like ask her to like provide her vocals for it. But do you think this is? Do you think Gaga would is, do that? I don't know. If if she, if she gets paid for it, of course she might. But like. I don't know, like, I just don't know. But yeah, like, look at the picture I sent you. This, this is Cyber Diva. A lot of people say she looks like Lady Gaga in, like, 2008. Yeah, I mean, early, she does look a little bit like early Gaga, let's be real. Um, yeah. I will say this, though, like, speaking of Gaga, Miku is, like, headlined for Lady Gaga, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of crazy when you think about it. It's so interesting to see, like, how many... Because I'd imagine, I was it at, like, Coachella or something? Or something like that? Or, at, like, one of her concerts? I can't remember, but imagine... It was during one of her concerts, yeah. Like, imagine making that decision to, to actually, like, have Miku on as a headliner. Like, how does that go through your head? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's such a cool idea, but, like, I don't know, like, how many people at that concert would have enjoyed or would have known about Vocaloid or how many people would have been introduced to Vocaloid because of Miku as the headlining act. Who says it wasn't the other way around? They were introduced to, to Gaga, because Gaga because of Miku. I, I find that very unbelievable. Because <laughs> why would you buy tickets to Lady Gaga if you've never heard her before? And you're like, oh my god, Miku is not even the, the, the main act, but I'm going to buy tickets to support Miku. Like, what? Like, because Miku has her own concerts, right? That's another thing. Yeah. Miku's concerts. Not just Miku, though. I think the other Vocaloids come in with Miku, right? No? Like Luca, um, she's there with Miku, depending on the songs. Like Mikuopolis had Luca there, had the... Bear in mind, there's like way more concerts than just like Miku-themed ones. Like there's like Nico Nico Vocaloid concerts, mm. and they're very like, they have a variety but those concerts of... sort of just stay within Asia at most, right? Like, they're mainly in Japan, and then they sort of branch out into Asia a little bit. But those Miku concerts, they're everywhere. Like, there was one in London. There was Not one... in Austria. Not in Austria. Well, you need to go and tell Austria... Sega to set that Listen, up. listen. Nobody fucking knows Austria anymore. Lady Gaga's not coming to Austria. Little Nas X is not coming to Austria. Well... 
No one's coming to fucking Austria. Well, not even fucking Hatsune Miku. Miku doesn't want. And she's artificial. She doesn't want to come into Austria. She doesn't want. Why did I say Austria? She, she doesn't want to come into us. She doesn't want to come into us. Damn, bitch. She doesn't. She doesn't. Miku doesn't want to come. Okay, leave her alone. <laughs> she she doesn't want to go to Austria. She just wants to stay. Nobody fucking wants to come to Austria. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I'm sorry. Part of me doesn't even want to go to Austria either. If it wasn't for you. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, take uh, take that as an insult or as uh, a compliment. Uh, okay, you can take uh, it either uh, way. I'm sorry. Uh, Look, even even uh, Arnold doesn't want to go back to Austria. He's, uh, he's in California. I don't know if he if we want him back. <laughs> is that what it is? You just because of the memes. You don't want him back because of the memes. <laughs> Arnold, man, that guy. No, Arnold, if you're listening, you're Arnold, cool. if you're listening, you think Arnold wants to listen to this episode? Is Arnold secretly a Hatsune Miku fan? Yeah, I mean he was in Terminator, Terminator, Robots. Too. There you go. Do you think we're gonna see an Arnold Vocaloid? Oh fuck no. Why? We could. Then you'll get the. Okay. Who? Okay. Here's, who here's a has ever said? Who has ever said? Oh man, I would love to hear Arnold Schwarzenegger sing. Okay, so here's nobody. Here's, here's a question, Jacob. Here's a question. What if you could get all of the concerts? coming to austria but in return the austrian government has to make has to collab with krypton to make an arnold vocaloid slash vtuber i'm just i'm just gonna ask you what the fuck does the Ger does the austrian government well, he's have austrian. to do with this he's austrian who's gonna and? pay for that who's arnold's not gonna pay for it he's gonna make the people pay no, but like the the company that like makes the Arnold Vocaloid pays them. Yeah, but why would why would they want to? Why would Krypton Future Media and Yamaha want to do it? They need the Austrian government. The president of Austria needs to be like, we need an Arnold Vocaloid slash VTuber. Bish, you're smoking the good I shit. I am not smoking I don't... shit, man. I've had a long day of work, and <laughs> I think. You know what? It's taking a toll it's on you, huh? It's genuinely taking a toll on me. But, I'm, but you know what? You know I'm having fun when I'm talking bullshit. Because every episode where we just we just talk bullshit, it's, it's the funnest episodes, right? When we, you know, Fuka Bazooka or I can't remember. There was Jennifer Kaiser. Jennifer Kaiser. Yes, yeah, so it's this sort of bullshit. And now we're going to get the Arnold uh, Vocaloid. There you go. That being said, I want to thank our sponsors, Sugoi Mart and Crunchyroll. Remember, if you like this episode, or even if you didn't like this episode, give us a five-star rating on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, wherever you can. But also, big thanks to Jacob. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And also, big thanks to Sega for actually giving us, or actually giving me a code for Megamix. And guys, Megamix is out on PC. Go and buy the VIP version. It's a great deal. And yeah, I'm, I don't think you're going to be disappointed, especially if you're someone that wants to get into Vocaloid or someone that is looking at all of this stuff and like wants to get interested in it. And yeah, it's, I think it's the easiest way to get in through the games. What do you think, Jacob? Any final thoughts? You know what I think? I think that you, me, and everyone who's listening should just stay sexy. How was that? That was good. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> I loved it. I love to stay sexy. You know what? I think you do stay sexy better than Joe. Uh, that's just my opinion. Damn. Stay sexy.